Sorry, I had so many things to do by myself. Okay. Whilst, whilst you napped. Well, this is your thing. <laughs> All right, Monday, my observation. Okay. Since you didn't write anything down, we have to go off on my stuff. Are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, a lobster truck. Uh, I felt very California. So that was the note <laughs> that I made. So that is, uh, they don't have trucks or uh, the food trucks. Mm-hmm. In the Midwest, and they have them out here yeah. on the West Coast. It's very nice. <laughs> it's a thing. And I missed out on this thing because I moved to uh, the center of the country. I moved with you. You did, but not at the same place. That's weird. Yeah. Well, originally, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we both kind of missed out on the truck thing. Well, and it, when it was coming out, um, I was still like on the West Coast. You had already moved or whatever. Yeah. I mean, food trucks have been around for a while, but like the stigma was like that they would go to construction sites. Yeah, it was the one's food truck. The, the Roach coaches. Da, 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 da. Those ones. Now they're all posh and like stylized yeah. and you can get vegan grilled cheese or you can get, <laughs> you know, pastrami sandwiches or you can get cupcakes. There's all ones to just do cupcakes. Or you can get a lobster roll. Like yeah. The one that we went to that yeah. made me feel very California. I've been feeling very California lately, though, um, with. The way I've been dressing. Yeah. I felt like I gave up in the middle of the country. <laughs> I was just like, whatever. I'll wear whatever. And I was doing nerd shirts. And now I've uh, officially grown into an adult. And I've mm, brought down the number <laughs> of nerd shirts. Well, and you're pairing them with cooler items. Yes. So now it looks like hip yeah, and you ironic. Got me, you got me a fancy jacket. Mm-hmm. I have the hipster glasses. I'm good to go. I know. I'm finally an adult. So that made me feel like I cared about my look. So I felt very California. Because some people in the Midwest don't very care. Very no, they don't point. care. They just wear camo because that's what they're going to do that day is yeah. they go hunting. and yeah, they hunt. Yep. Uh, and so uh, we went to the lobster. It was main, main, Cousin's Main Lobster. And yeah. they said that they fly it in. We've been talking about lobster rolls particularly since we saw that show on TV. Yeah, there was a Food Channel uh, episode just on all the different kinds of lobster rolls oh, in Maine. And how like there's competitions between... All the restaurants and how this one particular one was leagues above everyone else. Yeah, and they actually have. They I read all about these guys. They pull the Maine lobster out of the ocean in Maine and with their bare it, hands. Yeah, with their bare <laughs> hands, and they have it on my plate here in California in 24 hours. Yeah. So I was like, we got to go. So we went. It was delicious. It was delicious. It was expensive. Yes. And, and delicious. And small. And delicious. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then it was like $14 a sandwich. I was like, $14 a sandwich? Yeah. And then, well, I mean, it is lobster. Better be dripped in gold. (laughs) And it wasn't. I mean, it was good lobster and everything. Yeah. It was, and it was tiny. The cheapskate cheapskate fatty in me was like, is this all there is? It was like three bites. We were done. It took us 20 minutes to get there because it's 20 miles away where they park. And then five minutes to eat it all and drink our Coke. And we're like. This will drive Done. 20 minutes back home. Uh, okay, so on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that, your observation for Tuesday? It's still Monday. Oh. Uh, well, actually, it was Saturday's observation. Uh, uh, the one drama queen at parties. Okay, yeah. So you DJed yeah. uh, at a nerd party. I did. 
and uh, you came home with the fascinating story of how there was one a hole. <laughs> there's always one. Yeah. If you go to a party, there's always the one. It's like Alessia Cara or whatever that does that one song. Oh she's yeah. Just like, she's the the buzzkill at the that party. Sounds, that sounds. I don't know why people like that song. She seems like a total buzz killington. <laughs> it's like oh, there's that one chick that complains the whole time. Well, nobody forced <laughs> you to come out. Yeah, seriously. And this is the guy. I'm going to be in my car reading. It's like, all right, well, bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not inviting Alicia Carr next time. Yeah. Uh, but this guy, I don't know what the drama was because I was the DJ. So I just kind of stay out of everyone's well, yeah. business. You're like Switzerland. Like, You're neutral exactly. at parties. But they were like, he disappeared for like 20 minutes. And then he appeared suddenly like stumbling. And I was like, oh, no, this is not good. And then uh, you see everyone's eyes just go. Look, <sighs> <laughs> he's back. Like, Jim. <laughs> like, they thought he was pulling uh, an Irish goodbye. I don't know Do you know is. what that is? No. I just recently learned what that is. Okay. It's when you go to a party and you disappear just halfway through <laughs> okay. and you don't tell anyone you're leaving. Why is that Irish? I don't know, but like it's... Um, I don't know. I heard it somewhere, and I, I think I read it in a book or whatever, but it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Mindy Kaling's book. She goes oh, into a great okay. detail about it and how you say, like, hey, I'm just going to go get my jacket from the car, and then you just don't <laughs> ever come back. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a bummer when the person comes back, I yeah. guess. and drunk. And I, I think he might have been somebody's boyfriend or something, and you just you hear the whole crowd change uh, in, in their tone, and then a couple people are like, hey, let's – Let's go outside, Jim. I'm assuming his name, Jim. Yeah, of course. And they go and like I have, I was. This is like it's a it's a movie the way that I had my setup because I was right next to the door and I was like right next to the window. So off to my <laughs> off to my right there were blinds and in between the blinds I see them outside like mime arguing. <laughs> like, oh no! You, you see like the three. Yeah, going it's like and, a so like, sitcom or something. Yeah, and you see the hands waving and things like that, and I'm just like trying to DJ. And for the party, and like nobody's dancing anymore because Jim ruined it. Jim. And so he's outside, and it's just like, man, there's always the one guy at all your parties. Have you? Did you party as a kid? No, I was that person. Well, first Were of all, I if I was time. invited to the party, no, then I was in the corner reading. Then why you go to the party? Well, that's the thing is I don't like people very much, <laughs> and I've never liked people. Like at recess time, I would read mm-hmm. until the teachers yelled at me that I had to go socialize. Why would they yell at you to have to go somewhere? Well, because they want you. The whole point of recess is to burn out all your energy. So you walk in the room like mindless and yeah. ready to learn, I guess. So were you're not you, acting up in class. Were you very energetic? In no, class? I was I was this way always, <laughs> even as a sixth grader. So like I was like, why do I have to do this? Like, come on. Like, I pay attention in class. Like, just give me my second to my stories, yeah. you know. And uh, <laughs> What were your stories? What well, your I, I don't know what the I was Berenstein reading Bears. at the time. No, it was uh. like, I'm sure it was like the Babysitter's Club. Oh, okay. That kind of Goosebumps. era. What did you say? Sixth grade? Something? Sixth grade. Yeah. yeah so I, I wasn't much into Goosebumps, but okay. um, anything that had horses in it, I'm sure like, you know, Black Beauty or whatever it was. Oh, like but, an actual book. Yeah. Yeah. Actual oh. books. Oh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, except for the Babysitter's Club. Yeah. Those are like one shots, you know, <laughs> like you can read them in a day. That's the same with Goosebumps. Yeah. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything by R.L. Stein you can read in a day. I'm sure it had the little scholastic red book um, logo somewhere on the book that I had bought from the magazine that oh. you get at school. Okay. I'm sure I picked that out. But anyways, yeah. yeah I so think you're the only person that knew that they offered you to buy books in school. <laughs> no, you never got I, one of those. I'm sure I did, but I didn't buy books from it. Oh yeah. It was a big deal. Like uh, I would yeah. always stock up. So like we'd get the magazine <laughs> probably like once every three months or something like that. And, um, you got to pick out, 
Um, I mean, you had to pay. Yeah. Um, it was like the Columbia house of <laughs> books when you were okay. a kid. So like, you'd be like, oh, for nine ninety nine, you can pick out 10 books. And so then you'd pick them out. And they were, they were discounted because it was through the school. Yeah. I think I was into video games instead. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah. That's, yeah. Oh, that's, but anyway. That's okay. Um, but yeah, so I would read during recess instead. And that just kind of antisocial behavior crossed over into adulthood <laughs> where I just... I'm uncomfortable in groups of situation, like of people that I don't know in situations I don't know. And, and so I wasn't much of a partier. Yeah, but they would invite you to party. Well, you were in a sorority, right? Yeah, and in college would... I was. And did you party then? Um, I went to like one or two, but I always found the, uh, an excuse to do the Irish goodbye, actually. Huh. Full circle. I'd always be <laughs> like, oh, I got that test tomorrow. Uh... And, you know, so I'd always go and make an appearance and then leave because I'm not much for drinking. I'm not much for dancing. I'm <laughs> not much for people. Yeah, I should live in the town in Footloose <laughs> yes, at this point. <laughs> oh my god, this place is amazing. <laughs> it's, now it's I, like me. Now I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not opposed to other people doing it. It's just I don't want to do it at all. But then you got into radio. Yeah, so, so I don't now, have to see anybody. Well, that's true. The only person I have to see every day is you. Yeah, and I can stand you. Kind of. Most of the time. When I go to concerts, I'm horribly uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I'm not. A, I guess I wasn't a partier. I had friends, but like four. Yeah, I mean, all, I had yeah. friends. And we just used to hang out yeah. and just get drunk so and play video games. Wait, what year is this? Earlier than... Like, earlier than 21? Earlier than 21. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I would have friends that I would go and hang out at their houses with, like, watch movies and, and yeah. go places with, but no, none of them were partiers, hmm. you know? Were they all, like, the <laughs> the cheerleader effect in uh, How I Met Your Mother, where you look at them individually and you're just like, huh. Oh. Were they hideous? No, actually, one of them was insanely gorgeous, okay. and I was always in her shadow. I was the hideous <laughs> one in our group. I doubt it. No, it's true, because when I was in sixth grade, you know, junior high era, like, I had braces, oh, I yeah. had headgear, oh, my acne you. was insane, I had frizzy hair, and then my best friend was this girl named Lauren, who was perfect in every way, <laughs> and she still is perfect in every is way. She? Yeah, she was just like, you know what? I want to be a doctor. And so she went back to school with two beautiful kids and a husband, <laughs> and her husband supports her. He works somewhere, and you know, she just went back to school and became an OBGYN. Oh. I'm well, like, wow, good for you. <laughs> the last 10 years, I've just been doing this. Ah, I've been talking you, to an old microphone. And most likely, she envies you. This is a pretty sweet gig. I don't know if she would envy me. Not, I think envy. she I think she would she definitely thinks it's my career. Like she yeah. hit me up after we we added each other on Facebook and she was just like, "I always knew you would do something that resulted in your voice." Oh. Like whether it be acting or singing or even radio. She's just yeah. like, "You always had a great voice and I'm I'm so glad that you're doing something with it." Like I said, she's perfect. She's <laughs> nice. She's humble. <laughs> is that why you got into radio though? Because of your voice? No, I got into radio because it was quick money at the time. Uh, yeah. The, uh... My, uh, my college professor uh, used to have me do some stuff for him after work. Like, not scary stuff. Like, he used to have me record. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded bad. coming after school. No, he had a production company on the side, so he'd have me read some um, some spots for him. Oh, and then okay. he'd hand me, like, 80 bucks in cash. And for Score. college, that was, like, amazing. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, I could do this. And that's pretty much where it started. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes some people are just born with a voice. Well, you're born with a voice too. I mean, everyone's born with a voice. Well, yeah, I mean, an actual voice. No, but I'm just saying, like, everyone has a good voice. I think it's just there's some people that have issues with certain things, and but you can yeah. fix them. I mean, that's true. Yeah. I think I always wanted to be in radio, and I would do <laughs> as dumb as it sounds. I would do like those stupid announcements at like all my crappy jobs. 
on the speaker. Oh, okay, yeah. And people would go, would ask me, like, are you in radio? Or oh. you should be in radio. And I was like, what? I'm just like, hey, Johnny to aisle three. And like, people from there were like, oh, my God, he's an undiscovered star. <laughs> Mummy hired me, though. I had to, still had to fight my way from the bottom, but whatever. I always wanted to do it anyway, so I I don't think I have, like, the radio guy voice, but it's okay. No, I don't I'm think there is like a radio it. guy voice anymore. Well, I'm not, like, the big voice guy. Like, no one's, but I don't know, yeah. no one's imagining me as intimidating or cool. I think that's a good thing. I, I don't hate it. But I, I think just, that's, a, that's the new era in radio. I think you can hear buddy. my glasses, though. <laughs> like, I love that, though. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, you had to fi- I had to fight against it. My <laughs> I know life. you did. I know. I'm now embracing the nerd. Uh, all right. So let's see my next observation. Next oh, yeah. yeah. Observations. <laughs> Since I'm the only one taking notes, once again, uh, I've discovered recently, uh, while actually buying this stuff, for this podcast that I'm the guy that all the the clerks hate at at stores. Yeah, I can see that. Cuz <laughs> I can't describe what I'm looking for. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, what do you mean? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> like cuz I went to this guy and I needed a special cord that would and I don't know all these terms. Like I Well, that's I the just, problem. I know, but they know all the terms and they can't like figure it out, but I don't also explain it very well. Right. Um I'm like the big one, I need to stick into the little one. Um because I don't, obviously, I just talk into a microphone. I don't know how to do all this. And now I'm learning how to do all this That's stuff. That's great. But I needed to explain I needed, uh, which is the cord I'm not even using. It doesn't even work. It <laughs> <So, laughs> was the cord I needed. But it's Glad that came out of the joint. It's two, it's five bucks. You'll be fine. It's two uh, quarter inch plugs, which are these, the ones on the headphones, the big okay. headphones. Okay. Um, and it needed to plug into one quarter inch plug. But I couldn't say that for some reason i'm like i need two of the the uh <laughs> not the little ones like the not the auxiliary but the bigger ones that i need but like not the xlr and i would go in to think that it's not supposed to be and i think i confused the guy and i could see him visually getting frustrated well yeah i mean that is confusing i don't know why you didn't go in there prepared i i was prepared <laughs> oh mic to the chest okay <laughs> um no you need to do your homework you can't expect was, somebody to know what the heck you're talking well, about. It was a last-minute thing. I needed. I was there buying this board that I needed for two bi- to have two mics in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, and by the way, I need something. to. What I needed was a cord that could take my stereo output from this and make it a mono output into my speaker. Yeah, but you're asking the guy at Guitar Center who's specialized in basses. Like, he doesn't necessarily uh, know. He's in that section. He should know what I'm talking about. But anyway, I realized that I'm the guy. That most clerks say. What do you do at stores? Do you think who are you at a store? I am overly prepared, so I will do all of my research. First of all, I don't even go to a store. What are you talking about? I go on (laughs) Amazon and I buy exactly what I need. But I Google, and if I need to go to a store, I'll even write down exactly what I need and I'll go. And what about like clothes? Well, clothes is a bit different. I mean, it's hard to already know what you need. And especially if there's something particular that you saw on like a website or something, you don't know yeah. what it's going to look like online. So you I, clothes, I'm more free flowing, but I wouldn't go and be like, I need a shirt, but I, I need that specific color. That's like the morning sun, but the, the, <laughs> well, the way saying... that the waves reflect the sky in a no, storm, I'm then that, they'd be like, what? I'm that customer that can't explain anything. So what kind of customer would you be? I imagine, uh, and I've shopped with you, so I know is you are very walk in, get what you need. 
get out. Why you would I spend any more time? You don't wonder, wander, wander. You don't wander or around. Or wonder. Or wander around. Why <laughs> I'm wandering. You don't wander around and like look at things or like take your time. And most women, stereotypically, are very good long distance shoppers. Okay. So why why are you that way? Well, because I don't see any point in wasting my time. But you're going to a store to see what's at the store. Like yeah. you go and you hit the aisles out. And like, I've seen what, then I've seen what I need to see. <laughs> and then I get what I want and I get out. I don't need to sit there and go, well, you know, let me mull this over for 20 minutes. Like, no, like <laughs> I've got things to do. I've got a busy life. Yeah, but you're also the most fun or most not fun person to shop at Walmart with. Because <sighs> we go to Walmart for like cat food for our three cats. Yeah. And like sandwich meat. I don't know why we're going to Walmart. But yeah, that's why people go to Walmart. Yeah, they go toilet paper <laughs> and a clock radio. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and you you go get those items, and they're like, "All right, let's go." And sometimes I just want to wonder because around. Walmart makes me angry. Why does it make you angry? Because the worst people in the world are at a Walmart. <laughs> that's not true. No, it absolutely is true. The worst people in the world. Yeah, and I want to get out as quickly as possible. Like, there's <laughs> people that are letting their kids run crazy. There's half-dressed people wandering the aisles with mud on their bare feet, looking lost and confused. <laughs> like, the aisles are strewn with workers that couldn't give one crap about you. Um, it's just, they're, it's dirty in there. There's always like things out of order. There's the lunch meat when I'm in the CD section, just sticking out through the, like every, what Walmarts have you been to? No, I mean the one that we go to is like post-apocalyptic, <laughs> like give me a target, <laughs> you know, and I'll wander around a target until the day's long. But yeah. Walmart just makes my blood pressure goes up when I'm in a Walmart. I want to get out as quickly as possible. I don't know how how that affects you though. You can just you can just walk around. You don't have to see all these people. You don't have to look well, and I pay have attention. To, well, I have to see you these people. You don't have to pay attention. If you see someone like that's about to reach down their pants, look away. No, like, because then they're going to go and touch an item and that upsets me because You want to know what item they touched? Well, yeah, I want to know what item they touched so I make sure that I don't get that item and then I'm thinking, well, who else had their hand down their pants and touched exactly what I'm touching right now? Which is the reason you don't read used books. I don't read used books because I imagine a large, heavy set, sweaty, hairy man in the bathtub thumbing through a book with his nasty ass fingers after eating an orange. <laughs> and then he returns. That's so, that's so specific. That's so specific. <laughs> because it's sticky. Yeah. And then I open up the book and there's just like a little, like, what looks like a scab that falls out of the pages. And I go, what in the hell is that? I don't need that in my life. I'll pay the extra $3 and get it on Amazon for I don't know. brand new. <laughs> the thing is, when you say these things, I don't know if I'm weird or you're weird. Like, <laughs> I'm totally normal. I don't care. <laughs> you don't care that a scab or No, I mean, if a scab would... falls out, I'm like, uh, but I'd still read the book. Oh, God, there's no way I could continue. Yeah, and I guess I'm not a germaphobe. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe at your core, you're a germaphobe. I am a bit of a germaphobe. And, like, you just can't touch things that other people have touched. It, it grosses me out physically. Like, I get physically, like, sick to my stomach but you have pooed and touched things yeah my own things yeah that i'm not lending out to anyone but for I've that specific reason yeah i know but you're like my husband and your poo's my poo at this point <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> it is love let's put that on a mug <laughs> your poo's my poo now uh all right next observation next observations <laughs> Kristen's book deal and uh, not knowing how to do a book deal I guess you don't know how to get your book deal signed. 
Yeah, why did you write that down? I don't know. But under it, it says, me knowing a girl who just got signed. Oh, f- me. <laughs> this whole thing's a disaster. This is this is really cool. The, this it's is a girl awesome I went to high school with. Yeah, this is a girl I went to high school with, and she posted. We never talk, by the way, so we're not. I can't even say we're friends. Uh, we were kind of friends in high school. She asked you to Sadie Hawkins. Yeah, we went to Sadie Hawkins. We spent a wonderful evening together and had some fun. Got lost and got in an accident and all these other things. And then we just kind of, we were just friends after that. So nothing really happened, but she's a nice girl. And I didn't know she was a writer. And she was in theater and she just got signed to what label? Uh, well, not a, a label or, specifically, but um, it's New Leaf Literary which okay. is the management company that she got signed to. Okay. Um, she got the agent, AG, uh, Susie Townsend, who's very well known in the literary world. And your dream agent. And right? my absolute dream agent. Like, and, and this is a boutique agency. Like, The odds of her getting Susie is very odd. And it's odd for me to want Susie because this isn't one of the big, big ones. Yeah. But um, she always does insane work for her authors. And she's put out some really good series. And so... The book, I guess, went to auction, which means that more than one publishing house wanted to publish it, which is, again, another huge dream yeah, of any author. That's awesome. Um, there was a bidding war, and she walked away with a six-figure deal <laughs> for her book. Her debut book. Yes. Two, two books. Yeah. Two, two books. Two books, yeah. So congratulations to her. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Uh, and so I, we should reach out to her and see how you did it or how she did it or well yeah i mean i know how she did it yeah so okay um i mean it's 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 pretty simple process of how she did it i mean she just you submit your first chapter to Mm -hmm. Susie, and then if Susie likes it then she requests the the manuscript or the book in full and then at that point if she likes the book then she takes you on as an author and then from there they do editorial changes or they put you through to editors. And, and then she like figures out who wants to buy it. Right? right. It's Susie's job to submit it to all these publishing houses. It's just insane that for a first-time author that, that she got that kind of a deal. Yeah. And I was telling you earlier, that's the same kind of deal that uh, Stephanie Myers got with her first Twilight book. Yeah. Um, her agent picked her up and saw something in that book that she thought people would relate to and boy i mean people related to it yeah, like she's a bajillionaire yeah. so when these kinds of things happen it's everyone kind of turns their head a little bit and goes well, what what was that because now they're going to shop for copyright deals for the screenplays yeah. and things like that and it's going to become a big deal it's going to be insane good for your friend i know but it would be weird that like i i knew this person i know well that's amazing oh. you're not so, Officially not the most successful person that I know. came out of your high school. And that makes me sad. I know. Well, you got to do better. Because I was just in radio, and that makes me the most successful person. Because I, I think 90% are either dead or in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I was the one that made it out, and now I'm just a, a nobody again. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> Wednesday. <clears throat> Apparently, I am too old to just go outside and move because I've been hurt since wednesday yeah <laughs> when we went snowing yeah or, snowing yeah we went snowing that's what they call it <laughs> in the went snow snowing. we went snowing uh we went up to the mountains to shoot a couple of videos for our work and you are much more damaged than i am well yeah i mean i have back problems to begin with yeah um and so but for my thing and i was telling you this earlier like it was i stepped in the snow and i it went several feet like i sunk into the snow and so to keep myself from falling, I overcorrected with my back. And that's, I think, when I twisted it. Because I think just falling doesn't, didn't hurt me. Yeah. I think it was the, like, the act of trying twisting. To and, to yeah, it. and trying to adjust. And, and especially, like, I'm always really wound up tightly. Um, 
like when I'm doing these kinds of things and mm-hmm. videos and stuff. So like, it's not like I fall limp. Yeah. Like I immediately like <laughs> I tighten. You gotta go dead. That's why drunks uh, survive car crashes. I know. That's why that the one guy survived the Titanic. Remember the cook because he was drinking and he was drunk. And... Is that is that true? Yeah. Huh. Well, the body temperature from the alcohol yeah. kept him alive, but he fell from the the top and he went limp. So he, oh. he was like, oh, in the movie Titanic? Or no, the, in the. I mean, it was the real the thing. One, the yeah. guy that, boom, that guy. No, not the guy that hit the. <laughs> that was terrible. Holy cow! That was crazy. It's everyone's favorite part. Well, it's my favorite part. Dang, that's your favorite part <laughs> yeah, of Titanic. I love it when the boat crashes. <laughs> no, when the guy falls and hits the rail. That's the best part. There's significantly <laughs> less blood in Titanic than there should be, though, right? I, I mean, know. shouldn't I be seeing sprays? <laughs> like when that guy's no, face true. hit the anvil, well, like shouldn't I be seeing something, James Cameron? When a face hit an anvil. Well, that's what you're talking about, oh, right? Uh, I guess. I mean, it probably just broke his neck. I don't know if there should be bleeding or anything. Bong. But I want to see Quentin Tarantino <laughs> make a, a, a Titanic? Titanic movie. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that would be my dream come true. Turn it into Samuel L. Jackson just shooting everyone on Titanic. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be saying his prayer before he kills everyone. All right, so that was Wednesday, and so I haven't written anything since Wednesday. So, well, our lives haven't been very interesting well, since Wednesday. Well, I mean, we've done some actually really cool things since Wednesday. Friday we had, what did we do Thursday? Oh, Thursday we had the meeting that could have been an email about <sighs> Those topic. Those are the worst. The, uh, what's it called? A show prep site. Well, and like the poor guy that flew in to conduct this meeting yeah. at the end was like, uh, so why am I here? Like, it sounds <laughs> like you guys kind of all know what you're doing. And we're like, yeah, why are you here? <laughs> <sighs> and then Friday. We had our artist in, yep. Drew, Drew Baldridge, which I have a CD right here. Uh, a new country artist that is up and coming. Great song. Yeah, he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, he's uh, we, I guess we met him in Nashville, which I feel bad for not remembering. I he, remember him. I just, it. we had about 30 interviews a day. Yeah. And he was one of the last ones on our second day. And at that point, our brains were pretty fried. Yeah, and he he's like, I, you guys look familiar. Yeah, kind of we so did we the same both, thing. Yeah, um, but no, his song is called Dance With You. It's pretty cool. And yeah. may, maybe I'll throw it on our little podcast here because it's probably not copywritten yet. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I can just throw it on there and uh, we'll get sued for it. Um, and then we went to a concert with Granger Smith mm-hmm. last night um, who performed at uh, a local club here. And... It was cool. We had a little listening party, mm-hmm. and we get to go backstage and hang out with him and did an interview with him yeah. uh, in a car, a karaoke style. We pretty much ripped up uh, James Corden? Corden. I think it's Corden. Corden, yes. Yeah. So the C? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We totally ripped him off, only we put people in the backseat. Yeah. So, ha! New innovation. Ha-ha! <laughs> There's our loophole. Saw what you didn't see, James. But it stinks because it was raining last night. Well, it wasn't raining. It was misty. Yeah. Everybody was getting like misted on and they were standing in line for hours and everyone was just kind of not in the mood to party by the time they they let them into the club. Yeah. And then on top of that, the club was like yelling at everybody like, yeah. hurry up and get inside. It's like, no, you made me wait here. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I would have loved to have been inside. And like one of the security guards was being a dick. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened, but I was like, I was trying to ask. I was like, hey, is there a, is there like a special line for for VIP? Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Honestly, I don't give a that's what like, he said? Yeah. He's like, I don't know, and I don't care. I'm like, okay. okay. Like, alrighty then. I like, don't care if you care. Yeah. That's what I would have said. I'm like, I don't care if you care. <laughs> I know it's not your personal line. Well, he's a big security guard. I, I know, know, but it's just like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a crap. Yeah. 
Is there a line? Can you go find out? Can you go do your damn job? He was yelling, and I guess he was in the rain. I don't know. but it's, Everybody it's, was in the rain. I know. There's no reason to have a crappy attitude. Like, I know. I, I just never understand why. Like, this is your job, dude. They're paying you to do this. Yeah. Enjoy it. The longer it takes, the more you get paid. Right? Yeah. It's by the hour. So deal with it. And he stands there, and he goes, okay, go. Yeah. And then he waits until that line goes. And then he goes, okay, next line. Okay, go. It's like, what, you don't, have, you don't have the time or the energy to figure <laughs> yeah. out if there's another line? Jobs get harder than this. Yeah, right. So, I was very disappointed. Bummer. Poor guy. Yep. He was very big, though. Very, very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then the, the worst part of the night was, um, I mean, it was a good night overall. It's yeah. just that there was a restaurant across the street. Oh, and yeah. I was so excited about this because I looked <laughs> up the online and they had macaroni and cheeses, a variety of macaroni Which and cheeses. Which sounds delightful. They had a jalapeno one, a mm. lobster one, really? bacon. And then you could get a trio where you could pick three out of your favorites. And I was so looking forward to it. And I went over there and it was an hour and a half wait. <laughs> So we ended up going to the crappy barbecue place next door. It wasn't crappy. Nobody was there. Like that place had an hour and a half wait and nobody was there. There was two people (laughs) and it was us. And it was like. It was okay. They had like a brisket special or whatever. It was tasty. I've never had bad potato salad. Yeah, they had bad potato salad. I was like. (laughs) How do you screw this up, guys? There's five ingredients. I know. And they just stir. And I don't know what happened. I don't know. So. We won't be going back. We won't. But those were my observations for the week. Welcome. <laughs> it's a little late to welcome people. What's going What's going on in your life? Nothing. Got up this morning, made us some breakfast. You did. Did a little uh, chores, and I plan on editing my book for the rest of the day. How far are you away? I am 67 <sighs> pages away from being done. <laughs> and then I can send it, out, send it out to people to kind of beta read it. Can we read it on the podcast? I hope not. Can we just word, like, I'll take the the guy parts and you do the girl <laughs> no parts. no we're not gonna no. act it out yeah. that's for damn sure that'd be fun and then everyone gets a free copy of the first chapter because we heard it <laughs> no Come no i'm not doing that can we just read the first it chapter? needs to be read yeah by me okay well then create an audible book and then we can link it through this podcast so people can see it okay or read it or listen to it any observations you made this week um no not really okay <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, I no, I I really I there was a couple times where I had an observation and I was gonna write it down, but I don't have a fancy little journal like you do. <laughs> I got a never-ending story journal. But I did find a journal. Did you? And I put it in my handbag here. Oh, look at that! And so I am going to start writing my observations in my Detective Sherlock Holmes uh, <laughs> little notepad. Where'd here. you find that from? Um, I got it from this little book service that I was a part of. Oh, yeah. And I used it to write down good ideas for books or whatever that I, I wanted to do in the future. But there's like two. <laughs> there's like two ideas. So you can use the other pages. Yeah. yeah so uh, since that's not happening. <laughs> oh, you know what? I have an Avengers one, I think, that yeah, you can use. Right. Or a Tetris well, one. Well, I got Sherlock Holmes backing okay. me up here. Sherlock, I get you. So that's our, our first podcast then. What do you think? I don't know. Are you bored? No, I'm not bored. I just, I, I worry other people are bored. Why why are we so interesting? <laughs> I don't know. Ah. I'm curious. I mean, if you like the podcast, please tell us why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> my stop button was broken. <laughs> it was the only thing that my... <laughs> my computer glitched and this is all it would play. <laughs> I forgot to download music onto my brand new phone and this is the only thing I could download. 
I've been living in a woods. All I have is the <laughs> Married and Mike podcast. Yeah, I'm alone and just wanted to hear other voices. So yours, <laughs> yours did. Sometimes you might just leave it on for grandma when you go to run errands oh, so she thinks there's somebody in the house. <laughs> or, yeah, or your cats. Or your cats. Yeah, so the people think the people are talking in the house. See, I'm calling over your cats right now. Or grandma. Oh, come here. Come here, grandma. <laughs> grandma. All right, that's it. Uh, podcast one over. Mike and Married. Uh, I guess, I don't know if we ever told a story. Oh, look at that. Hey, it's like a little action board. Cut. Hey, good. <laughs> it's a knife. It it's is a knife. <laughs> I don't know why I was doing that. Uh, we never told our story. I guess we should probably tell. It is the first one. Oh. So, hi. I'm Nick. Hi, I'm Kristen. We're married. Yes, we are. And we do a morning show together in uh, Sacramento, California on a country radio station every morning, five days a week. And this is our life. We never are away from each other. Every second of the day, um, we are here. Yeah. There's been times where we've gone two to three days, and that's pretty much it. So, that's our story, and we're sticking to it. (laughs) Country topical song reference. Whoa. Uh, Yeah. And so, we thought we'd, why not, since we do everything together, uh, why not do a podcast? Why not do our morning show on the weekends when we're not getting paid to? (laughs) It was a brilliant idea. (laughs) But at least we get to talk about stuff. Yeah, it's true. I, I get to swear a little bit more. A little bit. I, I might have to. A-hole. I might have to bleep it out. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> funny. I don't know if I'm gonna offend like because our listeners don't think that we cuss. I, well, sure I know. Uh, I'm yeah. sure they know that we cuss. So should we just put like an uh, adults only on our thing? Adultsonly.com <laughs> for God, the podcast. I, I hope so. I hope that's every dating website. <laughs> oh my God. I hope it's all that's adults. That's right. <laughs> Holy crap, that would be terrifying. Not adultsonly.com. Oh, stop, please. Huh. Let me look into that one. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we get to talk about that stuff, uh, which we can't on a country. Oh, pedophilia. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> All right, it's Mike DeMarried, episode one. Oh,